0: going
1: to turn things over to the host of garden talk the guru himself mr mark weber so he can take us into
0: the first full hour good morning i have to say one thing to think actually multiple things (laughs) (laughs) today is the day when you don't want to turn off your radio you do not want to change the channel you know why you don't want to miss out on those updates i'll tell you i tell you what we got so much going on today in garden talk one we've Things are beginning to get begin really dry outside, and we're going to talk about how watering is really important. Also, Mr. Audie, can I want ask you a question. Yes. Do you think you can overdose a tree or your landscape with too much nitrogen?
1: Oh, I'm sure you can.
0: Yeah, learn about that. We're going to be talking about how, how a lot of trees in uh, southwest Ohio are being poisoned to death related to how they are being fertilized um also i have to tell you do you like to eat nectarines oh of course you Love know them. what what is a nectarine
1: i was when i first heard what a nectarine was i was just a kid they told me it was a uh, basically a peach without a pit is how i was described a nectarine no it's, a, it's, it's, got, it's like a peach without a pit it, I, it, I don't think it tastes anything nec- like it nectarines
0: but. have pits because they're stone fruit right <laughs> But what does a nectarine not have that a peach does have? Fuzz. Fuzz. Because the nectarine is a fuzzless peach.
1: <laughs> maybe it was the fuzz. Did, you, d- you didn't know that? No. Well, maybe it was. Maybe it's because I was six years old at the time. But, uh, yeah, but, but that's see the my problem, first memories with nectarines.
0: Yeah. The problem is uh, most people, when they go to the the store, are not buying fuzzy peaches because people think, "Ooh, it's all fuzzy." But that's the way a peach comes off the tree. Okay. But I will tell you that if you ever got to feel a real peach off the tree versus a nectarine off the tree, they're like totally different worlds, but they're the same plant. And along with that as well, we are going to be talking about a lot of cool things, but a very special guest is joining Garden Talk today at 8 o'clock Eastern. And guess who's going to join us? Have you ever heard of him? Heard of heard of Doctor Pricklethorn, Mister Oddie? Have not, to my knowledge, no. This guy. You think I'm on steroids about plants and trees? We do to listen to this guy. <laughs> this guy <laughs> travels the world on a bicycle, Ooh. and he raises funds for what they call the Tree Fund, which adds uh, necessary money to provide research regarding the care and health of trees across the world. And we're going to be joined from Toronto, Canada. Mr. Professor Dr. Pricklethorn and he's going to be talking about the value of trees and his efforts to raise money for the tree fund and boy we got so much more to talk about here on Garden Talk as we begin the first hour of what will be three great hours of radio on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. And a good Saturday
0: morning to each and every one of you. And welcome to what will be three great hours of radio right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. My name is Mark Weber. And for well over 28 years, we've been planting the seeds to a greener and better place called the Miami Valley. And we would love to hear your voices today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290 as we begin the first hour of what will be three Wild and crazy hours of Garden Talk, (laughs) Um, what we do each and every week here on Garden Talk. If you're just joining us this morning, good morning. We are so glad that uh, you have tuned in to WHIO Radio. A little bit about um, this show. This show, ladies and gentlemen, um, is all about how great gardening is, how wonderful plants are, all of the wonderful things that you can be successful at, and also you get the expert analysis of somebody that's been doing this for an awful long time. Um, I hold two degrees in horticulture from an institution you may have heard of before called The Ohio State University. I'm also designated by the International Society of Arboriculture as a board certified master arborist. Um, I'm one of 2% of about 35,000 certified arborists that practice worldwide. And I'm also, I carry, I think, about 17 or 18 other different certifications and qualifications. And I'm even qualified in the United Kingdom now as a Category 5 arborist, which is like the next level um, before, I guess, the queen gets to knight me. That's a joke, by the way. (laughs) So um, I'm part of a great organization called Mark Weber's Landscaping. You can learn about our business at weberlandscaping.com. Um, and what I do here on Garden Talk is unique. Um, we do a lot of discussion. We give a lot of talk. We, we, we spend a lot of time with you. Um, and we would love to hear your voices today at 457-1290. That's four five 1290 That will bring you right into um, the Master Control Studios. Javon is our executable, executable, <laughs> executive producer extraordinaire. And uh, Javon's job is to get you on the air with me. Now, a couple important programming notes today. Um, as this morning's uh, program evolves, the, we do a very special thing in the last hour of Garden Talk called What Plant I Am. And that's where I'm the plant, and your job is to call 457-1290 and win something. Uh, and that's this week's going to be a $25 uh, gift card from Knollwood. Um, but the phone lines get really filled up and to the point that the poor Javon over there can't answer the phone quick enough and get all these people on the air because Mark will rapidly go through multiple calls. It's quite fun to listen to. I'll be honest with you. I, I usually don't listen to myself on the radio, but I listened to a podcast this week, Javon, and I'll have to tell you that wild crazy hour garden talk last hour. It's pretty, it's pretty fun to listen to. Um, it's, it's a, it's, it's classic, uh, it's classic radio. That's all I could say. And, uh, if you have never heard it before, I would stay tuned and, and remember garden talk is a three hour show. This show is all about the passion of plants. This show is all about improving the world in which we live and utilizing the plants in this world to make our lives and enrich our lives. and, and, and nowhere else are you going to get this kind of information. Um, I am, uh, a guy who really loves to do stuff right and loves to talk about the science of plant growing. And I'm also, uh, belong to a group of people that are called, uh, ISA certified arborists that are pretty unique group of people. We're pretty passionate about what we do and more so we like to talk about how to make the world a better place. So when you call Garden Talk at 457-1290, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to get more than just, uh, checkerboard answers. You're going to get questions about how plants grow, how they function. Um, I'll be frank with you. I am a complete nerd. <laughs> I am a complete nerd. I forewarn you. I have forewarn you that I am a complete plant nerd and uh i love to do analysis javon will you do me an important favor this morning i will see if mccall i think mccall's were around the building today see if mccall can come by in the seven o'clock hour maybe we can talk a little weather stuff will do i've got some weather questions And by the way john do you do you like uh nectarines uh. you've never had a nectarine I have. you have. Uh. you you must never have never had a good nectarine okay probably not Oh my gosh! I I, I tell you the, the the there's white flesh nectarines and there's yellow flesh nectarines. Why I'm saying that today's in the garden kitchen, which comes up at 6:45 Eastern today, is nectarines, which is by the way, if you heard earlier, is a fuzzless peach. It's a peach without hair. <laughs> but uh, I will tell you what: if you get a good one and a ripe one, it's like eating candy. Okay. They are sweet and delicious and succulent. Um, and uh, we're gonna do a little nectarine action today and you will they are uh, being harvested uh, throughout parts of the United States now so you will find them. But I said like I said before, it's a fun fun, 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 fun thing to eat um, in the summer months. I think stone fruits in general um, are such a refreshing, um, change and are such a delightful thing to eat in the summer months, uh, particularly on a hot summer day. And, and, and as we begin this morning, I'm going to begin with an important monologue for the next two or three minutes, and then we'll take a quick break and jump right into the telephone calls at 457-1290. Um, things have gotten quite dry, um, and watering is a really important part of managing your landscape. Um, this week in my office, uh, I think the telephone calls have just absolutely exploded with plant problems, uh, turf grass problems, tree problems, shrub problems. Uh, it, it is to the point where uh, I, I, I said to my my wife and business partner, I said, my God, I think it, it was such a turnaround from back in May and June when nobody had problems and everybody was happy to all of a sudden plants are in trouble and it's always a function of heat it's always a function of water and drought is a dangerous thing plants are made up primarily of water and when water becomes in short supply diseases and insects kick in and mostly most importantly plant stress begins to kick in and stress is one of those things, ladies and gentlemen, that a, we call that abiotic stress. And abiotic stress can be a real killer, meaning that it can put the plant in severe decline. And the classic of classics this week, and, Javon, I'm going to ask you this important question. This is going to be a very interesting question. Okay. Um, this week I have uh, I read probably seven or eight um, foliar analysis test. You know what a foliar analysis test is, Javon? I do not. <laughs> now you will, Javon, and everybody else. This is where we collect leaves from the plant, okay, and we send them to a lab, and then the lab comes back and tells us what's inside the plant, okay? And plants need about 17 essential nutrients to function, okay? Well, this it's always fascinating to me to get these these test back because everything comes back in parts per million or parts per billion okay what element in the periodic table everybody thinks plants need endless amounts of it to you know to cause them to grow 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 it's nitrogen right you've heard of nitrogen being important to plants right actually no i'm sorry <laughs> okay I, I had a bad science class <laughs> well i tell you what you're a bad teacher if you got the best one right here on the radio every saturday morning The point being is, I am seeing a trend where, particularly with trees, that nitrogen's increasing, okay? And typically, at this time of year, we want to be about, maybe about two and a half, three pounds inside of a tree, okay? I'm seeing numbers at seven, eight, up to nine. The level of nine. So what happens when you start overdosing a tree, what happens is it shuts down the uptake of things like phosphorus. It shuts down the plants ability to store carbohydrates. It actually causes the tree to die. So one of the things that we're seeing is, is particularly with the lawn care practices a lot of lawn care practices up nitrogen, okay? Because it makes the grass look green because grass can use you know, lots, lots, lots of nitrogen, okay? And not have a whole lot of Ill, re- Ill effects except for some disease issues. In the case of trees, that's a whole different ball of wax. And why it matters is, is that it puts the tree under this type of over fertility stress, which causes it to become more susceptible to more diseases and insects. So we're gonna talk a lot about overdosing our trees with a nitrogen, and uh, we're gonna talk about that in the 6.30 hour of the day of Garden Talk. 4, 5, seven, 1290 is the number of the dial. When we come back, I wanna hear your voices today. And remember, very special guests are gonna be joining us today. Rich Pearson will be joining us at some point in time. Randy Tischer from Greenville at Sod Farms, and, and also Mr. John Scott from Knollwood. On
2: the only station that gives you the expert opinions and analysis, WHIO Radio. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: Hi, this is Larry Hanskin with Richard Herps of Keller Williams Hometown Realty. Richard, we
0: could throw a lot of stats and numbers at people to indicate just how healthy the current Dayton real estate market is, but sometimes in anecdotal story, will do an even better job. What
1: happened to you recently? Well, actually, four times this year, I've had homeowners come to me letting me know that they wanted to sell their property, and I've already had buyers ready for their property. So we've already put
0: deals together before a sign even went in the yard. So how are you able to do that? Well, it all comes down to our proactive marketing approach to finding buyers and sellers. Now, you've got a list of qualified buyers, and then you've also got sellers. It's just a matter of putting them together sometimes. Absolutely. And if people want to learn more about what you can do for them, be they a buyer or a seller, what should they do? Call me at 477-1411. And your website. That's T e a m H e r b s t T-E-A-M-H-E-R-B-S-T.com. I can spot a winner when I see one, Richard Herbs of Keller
1: Williams
2: Hometown Realty. If you wear a denture, are you sure your breath is clean and fresh? Try Polident. It's specifically designed to clean a denture because it's tough on odor-causing bacteria but gentle on the denture itself. Polydent has a four-in-one cleaning system with four powerful ingredients that work together to deep-clean your denture. It kills 99.99% of odor-causing bacteria in laboratory testing and helps to remove stains. Feel confident and clean every day with Polydent. Available at Walmart for a low price every day.
1: When working at a growing business, you wear many hats. The new business hat... The buying toner for the copy machine hat, the sifting through tons of resumes hat. You can throw away that last hat thanks to Indeed.com. When posting your job, Indeed lets you add screener questions that give you a less time consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. So go ahead. Dust off that extra-long lunch hat. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at indeed.com hire.
4: David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. Families often remark that pre-planning was the greatest gift a parent has given them. Act with love, plan ahead, and talk about what you might want. Help your family by relieving the burden of difficult financial and emotional decisions during a time of grief. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, Generations of Care. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118.
1: We wake up every morning knowing that someone is counting on us. It's always a headache when something in your home breaks down, and it's never at a convenient time. That's why we're Ed's Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, Electric, your factory-authorized Bryant dealer. No matter the job, we're here for you. We treat our customers like family, and we want them to know that they can count on us in a time of need. Ed's and Brian doing whatever it takes for our customers' comfort and satisfaction. Thinking about adding a flagpole to your home or business? Creative Banners, Flags and Poles can help. We specialize in new flagpole sales and installations. Have a flagpole you need replaced or relocated? We handle that too. Take our virtual tour at creativeflags.com to see our full line of products and services. Call us at 461-FLAG or visit our Kettering Showroom at 1006 East Dorothy
2: Lane. Serving the Dayton area for over 40 years. Creative Banners, Flags and Poles is your full service Flag store. The only Dayton station that's watching traffic around the clock. When there's a major problem, we'll give you a traffic red alert every 15 minutes or sooner. Triple team traffic is on AM 1290 and news 957 WHIO.
0: Good morning, everyone. It's 625, 25 minutes after 6 o'clock. If you've got a gardening question about your tomatoes, your peppers, your eggplant, or maybe you're trying to grow lettuce in this kind of heat, or maybe you've got a question about a tree that doesn't look very great. I'll tell you what, folks, give us a call right now, 457-1290, and we'll be happy to talk to you. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7.
3: Coming through the 70s this morning, we'll have lots of sunshine through the day. That's going to allow temperatures to rise quickly, eventually seeing highs up around 92 degrees. With the increase in humidity as well, heat index values approaching 100 degrees. Tonight, not cooling off much at all. We fall to the low 70s. We'll have a few more clouds building in. Partly cloudy on Sunday. Chance for a few showers or thunderstorms, especially as we head into the afternoon as we start to heat up. 90 degrees for our high. I'm meteorologist McCall eggs in the Miami Valley. Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A
0: current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is uh, completely clear. We're resting at 70 degrees in downtown Dayton on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. For
0: 28 years, we've been planting the seeds to a greener and richer place called Southwest Ohio and beyond, and we'd love to hear your voices today at 457-1290. Maybe you got a question about uh, what I should I do as my... Um, spring vegetables tend to peter out and dry up and go away and or maybe you've got a question um, about why your lawn has brown spots and there's a lot of that going on these days Um, along with that as well I would encourage you to join us live at GardenTalkBlog.com that's GardenTalkBlog.com where we do live interactive chat every Saturday morning as we do each uh, morning's broadcast and and, and coming up here in about uh, four minutes or so, five minutes or so, we're going to go into the garden with a weekly tip to uh, talk, help you with your garden. And we're going to talk about how nitrogen, too much nitrogen, can really mess up a tree. Um, and and that this week has been a very interesting week for me because I've spent some time uh, reading and doing a lot of work with some soil tests and foliar analysis tests. And, What I'm finding is a lot of people's landscapes have overdoses of nitrogen. And nitrogen is a good thing. It's a really good thing, but too much of it can be really a bad thing, particularly trees. And what I find most fascinating is that a lot of the nitrogen issues that are related to it are directly related to the lawn care uh, practices that are being performed to landscapes where these trees are located. And this is why it matters. Um, to, and it goes back to the very root of one we've talked about for many years here on Garden Talk, the importance of soil testing. Um, what I'm finding is, is a lot of lawns are really low in phosphorus and are really low in potassium, but got lots and lots of nitrogen. And the reality is, is, is that nitrogen is dramatically affecting the trees nearby and causing them to be overdosed and causing them to have lots of nutrient deficiency issues that aren't even necessary had the trees been, had the lawn been properly fertilized based upon a soil test. So at the end of the day, and, and this is kind of the, the take home message this morning, um, get a soil test done. Cause boy, soil testing is um, a good way to save people money and it's also a good way to responsibly fertilize the plants on your property. And I'm going to go keep beating the drum on this um, because if you don't fertilize properly, you will cause plants harm or you won't do any good or you'll simply just waste a whole bunch of money. And we're going to talk a little bit later this morning as we go into the garden with that. Plus, in the next half hour of Garden Talk, we're going to talk about the fuzzless peach. The Nectarine on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 630. I'm Jonah Audi with a
1: WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this this morning. We're looking into the scene from a Dayton City pool earlier this week where a child was pulled from the bottom of the pool, miraculously is still alive, plus a crash in Dayton overnight. One person pronounced dead. The details coming up.
3: It's going to be a hot and steamy start to the weekend. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up.
1: Well, WHIO triple team traffic still looking all clear out there At this hour, we're checking out I-70 eastbound at State Route 49 to I-675. That's a 19-mile drive. That's taking about 18 minutes. In our top story, one family still grieving over a tragedy at a Dayton City pool that left a 6-year-old boy on a breathing tube.
4: Maybe I could have done so. I should have been up there looking. Willie Hamilton says he's having a hard time coming to grips with what happened to his 6-year-old grandson, Nigel Hamilton, a rising first grader and good student who was just about to get his yellow belt in karate.
1: WHIO's Sean Cudahy says Nigel Hamilton was at a swim lesson when he disappeared and sometime later was found at the bottom of the pool. Medics pronounced him dead at Dayton's Children's after lifeguards attempted CPR, but incredibly, his heart started beating again. Right now, this incident is under investigation. The family of Nigel Hamilton is hoping that the boy will pull through. Well, a female passenger is pronounced dead after a Police pursued in the wee hours of this morning. Cops tell us that this happened just before 2 a.m. The car reportedly failed to stop for an officer before losing control and crashing into a pole where the rear of the vehicle split in half on impact. The male driver is reportedly in stable condition at the hospital. Right now, we're working to learn the identity of the woman pronounced dead and what charges that driver could face. If you're looking to cool off, here's an an idea. Dayton City Commissioners lifting the ban on inner tubes and rafts on city waterways.
3: This is part of a joint effort with Five Rivers Metro Parks to get more people on the water. There will still be restrictions. Rafts have to be able to stay afloat even if they're partially punctured. And nobody under 12 can go on
4: the river without adult supervision.
1: That's New Center 7's Kate Bartley saying this city hopes that the city, that is, hopes that this will bring more people into the downtown area. Let's get a look at that weather forecast now. Here's meteorologist McCall eggs
3: As we head through this morning, we're going to look at mostly sunny skies. Temperatures quickly climbing through the 70s, likely near 80 by lunchtime and then up to the low 90s for a high today. Heat index values near the triple digits. I'm meteorologist McCall eggs in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: A latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar looking all clear. So far this morning, we're looking at 66 degrees in Troy, 62 in Springfield and 70 degrees here in dayton at 633 i'm jonah Adi on am 1290 and news 95.7 whio depend on it
4: wild birds
3: unlimited. the summer bird food sale is on at wild birds unlimited in kettering our custom seed blends contain high quality fresh seed try our no mess blends that are perfect for summer feeding because they leave no mess under your feeder You'll keep your yard tidy and you're sure to attract a wonderful variety of beautiful birds to your yard too. And while you're getting great deals on the best bird food in town, check out all the wonderful garden decor ideas we have to make your backyard a beautiful summer sanctuary. You'll find a wide selection of bird baths, chimes, garden art, and of course, we have the highest quality bird feeders, many of them being made in America and offering lifetime guarantees. All 20-pound bags of seed are on sale. And don't forget, Daily Savings Club members save an extra 5% off the sale price of the best bird food in town at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at Far Hills and Stroop across from Town and Country Shopping Center. Stop in and save today.
4: Wild Birds Unlimited, we bring people and nature together. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. This is Clark Howard. If breaking news happens, we break in anytime.
2: WHIO. You're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to help your garden grow.
0: Okay, you got that tree out in your front yard or that tree in your backyard, and it, well, it, its leaves just. Aren't so green, or maybe they're a little yellow, or or maybe it just doesn't seem to be growing very rapidly. And you know, you think to yourself, it's kind of looking kind of sick, right? Yeah, right. Well, you 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 sit there and you well, maybe if I go get some fertilizer and I pour fertilizer next to the tree, it'll cause it to grow. Well, you go out and you get that fertilizer and you pour it next to the tree, and the next thing you know, well. Tree doesn't look very good, does it? No, it doesn't. So what's really wrong with the tree? Well, lately, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of nutrient problems that I am seeing as a board-certified master arborist are directly related, unfortunately, to the fertilizer that's applied to your lawn. You see, the roots of a tree know no boundaries. They grow where your lawn grows, and in most cases, are receiving the same nutrient loads that are applied to your grass and are trying to utilize that same nutrients that are being applied to the lawn to function and grow. But unfortunately, the real realization is the tree, what a tree's needs are for fertility are entirely, and I'm going to say the word entirely in capital letters, entirely different than the needs of what your lawn is. And unfortunately, there's many folks out there who apply fertilizers to lawns without ever performing a soil test. And had they performed a soil test, they would know the exact amounts of nitrogen, the exact amounts of phosphorus, and the exact amounts of, of a potassium to apply to the lawn. And since many do not do soil testing, and since many apply what they think... <laughs> What they think the lawn needs, even though there's no scientific basis or facts or data to support their uh, assumptions of what your lawn needs, it causes undue stress to your trees. And let me explain why. Nearly 60% of all the nitrogen that a tree needs is from the year before. Yeah, you heard me right. 60% of all the nitrogen that a tree needs for a full year's growth, a full year's function, comes from the nitrogen from the season before. So doesn't it make sense that we don't over fertilize our trees? Because at the end of the day, too much nitrogen does a lot of bad things to a tree. And I mean a lot of bad things to a tree. Too much nitrogen causes for less roots. Too much nitrogen causes for not enough carbohydrate storage. Too much nitrogen actually causes the tree to be more susceptible to diseases, insects, and other biotic attacks. At the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, too much is a too, ba- too good of a thing. And the realization is that your lawn care provider should be doing soil testing to determine the needs of your lawn and your landscape well before one drop, one pellet of fertilizer is ever applied to your lawn ever again.
2: You've been Into the Garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457-1290. Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: 457-1290 is the number to dial if you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast. We have not one, not two. We have got four open lines at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. Now, Javon, I know, I know that that last bit on Garden Talk stirred the pot up. <laughs> I know it stirred the pot up, particularly those in the long-care providing department. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, science does not lie. Soil tests do not lie. Foliar analysis does not lie. And the reality is that trees are being poisoned. <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous. The reality is, I, 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 there's this one oak that I know of that it's just like this tree has had so many troubles, and, and, and this particular client uses this one particular lawn care company, and I have said to him for almost a decade, you need to th- They need to take this soil test result that I have provided in great detail and implement it on your lawn. Please do, and I will tell you, <laughs> after ten years. And no less than three soil tests, I can testify on the radio today that this certain lawn care company has ignored this important information. Literally has not ignored it. And at the end of the day, I have a client who's got a very sick tree related to the very fact that somebody would not follow a soil test recommendation. 457-1290. Four five 1290 Let's head to the telephone lines where we do our best work. Let's go talk to Jackie and Tippecanoe and Tyler, too. Good morning, Jackie. Hi, how are you? I'm good, Jackie. How can I help you?
5: So I just bought a house a month ago, and the previous owner said that the arbor grapes that we have growing in the backyard um, might possibly have a pH balance issue with the soil. I have never grown grapes before, so... I have no idea what to do with them but um we've just taken care of the japanese beetles that have
4: pretty okay. much taken over
5: the vines and the leaves um with the beetle bags and the grapes are growing but they're very almost stunted and rotted looking
0: What look what know. what let me ask you a quick question um what looks stunted and rotted looking
5: the actual
0: grapes themselves. Oh, the the fruit, the, the fruit, the fruit. yeah, the fruit, yes. the fruit, the fruit, the fruit. Okay, let's talk a little bit about Concord grapes. First of all, um, where do you think Concord grape is native to?
5: Not Ohio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't think so? If I had to
5: guess.
0: Yeah, it's actually um, it's it's native. Uh, it was first uh, developed. It was actually developed. It was uh, it's it's actually a native grape. Um, it's the genus is Vitus Lambrusco, Okay, um, and around 1849, it was developed um, by a guy with a last name Bowl in Concord, Massachusetts. Isn't that ironic how it gets its name? Okay. <laughs> And Mr. Bull um, um, planted about 22,000 seedlings, and he found this one that he f- considered to be the perfect grape. <laughs> and thus the name uh, Concord Grape was invented. Now, that, that should make your day, by the way. <laughs> so this grape has its roots in the United States. This grape was developed in Massachusetts, and it's grown up nearly all over the United States, particularly in the northern part of the United States. In fact, at one time, it was one of the largest planted grapes um, in North America because it's predominantly used to make grape uh, jelly and stuff like that. Okay? Um, The thing about grapes are grapes require cultivation and management. And what we mean by cultivation and management is we prune them, and we spray them and we tie them and we trellis them and we do a whole bunch of work to grow a crop does that make sense Mm -hmm. so what i'm going to suggest you do is do a little maybe work with a good horticulturalist in the area to do an evaluation of your grapes make sure your trellising system is is in is impacted or in a good condition and look at, and, and, and in the winter season, we usually prune grapes in late February or March. And it's okay. Im- important for you to learn about how to prune grapes because you have to prune them into what they call a cordon. And a cordon okay. allows for the max amount of light to hit the grape, which will produce the fruit, which will produce high quality. But also with grapes, they are incredibly susceptible to a, no- a couple of different fungal diseases that eat the fruit away. And I think that rotted fruit thing that you're seeing is probably a disease called Botrytis, okay. which happened way back when it was really wet and rainy. Okay. So there's not a whole lot you can do with it now. So my, my, my point um, being is, is that I think um, a little bit of um, horticultural education will be due here. <laughs> okay um and and and, you know i will tell you from somebody who i i I consult um, with um, vineyards that actually grow grapes for wine okay Mm -hmm. and um it is a lot of work that these people do i mean a lot of work um and then if you go into the world of growing french hybrids Uh, there's even more work that goes in the growing grapes. You know, a lot of people complain that a a good bottle of Cab Savion is $25. I I think that's a bargain compared to all the work that it takes to make that that good bottle of wine. And uh, um, the reality is that grape growing is a very labor, very um, intense, and it's quite frankly a very intellectually challenging um, system. And it's something that... uh, It's probably one of the most intense forms of agriculture on the planet. Um, So I would suggest, you know, educate yourself a little bit about, about training systems, pruning and management. Maybe work with a horticulturist to learn a little bit about how to prune grapes. Um, and I will also say to you, um, you may even make a visit to a local vineyard. Okay, I thought about
5: that. Yeah, you know, I did. I, but
0: I, was like, I, I will tell you. From, I don't know
5: if they have time for me. Oh, they all.
0: what I find about about people who grow grapes for a living and and make good wine, uh, they're really fun. Passion. They're really fun people that are passionate and and yeah. they're great to hang out with. And, um, you can learn, you know, go buy, buy a case of wine from them and drink a glass with them out in the vineyard and learn how to prune grapes. What a great way to spend a Saturday afternoon, you know, Yeah, it sounds fabulous. And I, 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 I love grape great, you know, people that grow grapes for a living are really cool people. So I, yeah. I, I, that's what I would suggest. And, and the other thing that goes about the world of grapes, and I want to put this into perspective how many varieties of grapes do you think just ex- native grapes alone exist in the country of Italy?
5: Oh, my gosh. I have no idea.
0: <laughs> Give me a guess.
5: Hundreds, maybe? I have no
0: idea. <laughs> Over 2,000. Oh, gosh. Just in Italy alone. And there's such giant genetic diversity in all these different varieties of grapes um, and from Europe and, and North America and, and even Asia, that there is such diversity in the world of, of vitus or the genus vitus. That's the reason why uh, we have so much different types of wines that we can drink. And the other thing that comes into play is is the soils, how the soils influence the way the grapes are produced. For example, if you would drink a, a, a glass of Cab sauvignon from Washington State on the on the west side I mean, on the east side of the cascades and then if you would drink a glass of cab sauvignon from like paso robles in california they're totally to mm-hmm. two totally different worlds and they're the same mm-hmm. grape and the point mm-hmm. and and then within varieties of grapes you have what they call clonals like for example with pinot noir where well, you've heard of pinot noir right mm-hmm. pinot noir there's thousands of different types of pinot noir from that are grown in different parts of the world so that the end of the day (laughs) i don't i think you could spend probably a dozen lifetimes and still wouldn't touch every type of grape there was on the planet (laughs) so as you can tell in the sound of my voice it's a topic that i enjoy to talk about but i i would suggest educate yourself about it's a lot of fun and it's a lot to learn ma'am i wish you only the best okay all
5: right well thank you for your time Bye bye
0: (laughs) bye bye jackie let's go into the garden kitchen (laughs)
2: You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber, A weekly tip to improve your kitchen table.
0: You know, the variety Persica or Prunus Persica is commonly known as the nectarine. It has a smooth skin and it's also been referred as the shaved peach. I call it the fuzzless peach. And it's due to the fact that it has lack of fuzz or short hairs. You know, the fuzzy, the fuzzless peach has been regarded commercially as different names. But the thing about this, about this vegetable, this fruit is it is delectable. In fact, it is a rarity. In the world of peaches, a fuzzy peach skin is dominant in the genetic world. But the nectarine is recessive, meaning that it's rare. Now you can have nectarines that have white flesh and yellow flesh, and you can also have ones that have a cling stone or ones that are freestone, meaning that pit in the center may or may not separate from the flesh of the nectarine. And an important part is that nectarines on average are slightly smaller and slightly sweeter than peaches, but many times their flavors do overlap. The lack of skin, though, on a nectarine and many times will appear to be more reddish than it does on a peach, contributing to the fruit's almost like plum-like appearance. What makes nectarines fun to me is their flavor. They are absolutely delicious. And what else makes nectarines fun is the fact that when you get one and you bite into one, you have to eat it over the sink because it is delectable experience this week's in the garden kitchen is the naked peach or the nectarine
2: you've been into the garden kitchen with mark weber phone lines are open for your questions now 457-1290 here's the garden guru mark weber on am 1290 and news 957 whio 457-1290
0: is the number of the dial if you like to read about the nectarine or the fuzzless peach You can go to GardenTalkBlog.com. Let's head, uh, just take a quick break, Javon. And uh, when we come back, we'll be talking to somebody on line one on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Whether you're a young athlete, active adult, or weekend warrior, the orthopedic institute of dayton is there when your body needs repair like a trusted friend you can rely on oid has been providing care to patients in dayton and surrounding communities since 1971 with services like sports medicine spinal care total joint replacement hand foot and ankle along with mris and physical therapy with a team of dedicated fellowship trained physicians with you every step of the way so remember the Orthopedic Institute of Dayton. To learn more, visit orthodayton.com.
4: When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. Having financial independence and wealth empowerment is the American dream. Learn what the wealthy know, get strong returns, and never lose your principal. That's the Heroes Talk Radio way. Learn about the secrets to planning a tax-free retirement income. Listen every Sunday at 5 p.m. for Heroes Talk Radio on WHIO AM 1290 and News 95.7. You can also call us now, 866-544-7755. That's 866-544-7755.
2: Ready for another hot weekend? Get local weather forecasts from Storm Center 7 for your family all weekend long, on air, online, and in the WHIO app. Wherever you go, Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: Good morning, everybody. It's 6.53. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7
3: through the 70s this morning. We'll have lots of sunshine through the day. That's going to allow temperatures to rise quickly, eventually seeing highs up around 92 degrees. With the increase in humidity as well, heat index values approaching 100 degrees. Tonight, not cooling off much at all. We fall to the low 70s. We'll have a few more clouds building in. Partly cloudy on Sunday. Chance for a few showers or thunderstorms, especially as we head into the afternoon as we start to heat up. 90 degrees for our high. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe weather station AM 1290 and news 957 WHIO.
0: Current scan of the new Live Doppler HG7 radar is clear. We're resting at 70 degrees Fahrenheit on the station that you depend on for weather traffic and expert gardening advice AM 1290 and news 957 WHIO.
2: When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Garden Talk on WHIO Radio. We would love to hear your voices today. And without further ado, up on the horticultural brain line, we are joined by Mr. Rich Pearson. Good morning, Rich Pearson.
5: Good morning, Mark Weber. How are you? (laughs)
0: Fine. So we have fuzzless peaches, nitrogen overdose trees, and now we're going to go to what's wrong with my tree? Plant detective on call. That's right.
5: (laughs) And it's it's strange. We've had had a number of questions this season so far and probably going to continue about why are the leaves on my magnolia turning black? And yeah. a related question is, what's wrong with my magnolia that it's attracting
0: insects? Flies? Yeah, we've had a lot of those too. And you know the thing that's fascinating about this is, Rich, it it, it boggles my mind. And I'm going to give a little editorial sarcasm here. No way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it boggles my mind how people find plant problems when they get so bad. Okay. You know, I said to somebody the other day on the phone, he goes, my tree's dying. I said, okay, when's the first time you've noticed this? Today. I said, when's the last time you inspected your tree? Never. When is the last time you walked around your yard and just looked around your yard to see what was going on? Uh, I probably do that once every five years. And the reality is, is, is folks get outside, get away from the computer, get away from the television set, walk around your yard, enjoy it. Yes, you can enjoy it. Um, and walk around and see stuff. If you see something that doesn't look right, if the foliage is a little funky or something is not nice, it needs to be looked at. <laughs>
5: okay. Right. And to their credit, the folks that have been asking about this, they have noticed this. And in the the black stuff on the leaves, that is that's easy to overlook. So it says they're out there, they're paying some attention, and that's good, and I, and I encourage that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is amusing to me is taking the specimens that I'm getting, and I point and I look beyond the leaf, and I look at the stem, and I say, well, have you noticed this? Yeah, what is that? It looks is that hail damage or something? Because it's bumpy. it's like, well, no. <laughs> right. And getting you know, watching the light come on as I put together the black stuff on the leaves is a fungus, but it is not a plant pathogenic fungus. Right. It's there because it's feeding on something else. And that something else is also what's drawing in flies. It drawing it's
0: got it's character. got anal froth blown all over the plant,
5: Rich. Well, the polite <laughs> term is honeydew, which is the... anal froth. Yeah, it comes on <laughs> stem.
0: <laughs> It's just cut the mustard. It's got, it's got, it's got anal froth. It's where the insect sucked up the juices from the plant, separated out the proteins from the sugars, kept the proteins and blew out the, pro out the sugar. It's basically cotton candy. <laughs>
5: trying to, trying to appeal to our family audience here, Mark. Well,
0: this is very family oriented, <laughs> but it's how it really is on the on the plant. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not going to give you the. I, I give it to. I tell you how it is, Rich. You know that. <laughs>
5: So anyway we have you know so I, I take them through those, those steps and so what they're seeing and what's what's alarming them really is aftermath of a much more serious problem and so we deal with the the scale and actually the scale is it at this time of year it's best to treat it um, usually in August, but I think because of the, this extraordinary and early mm-hmm. heat that we've had, it's really advanced the, the life cycle of the scale, and I think crawler stage is already starting to, to happen in our area. That can be addressed with uh, some of the lighter horticultural oil. You can smother the, the crawlers now, just make sure you get a good coating on the branches. That will take care of future generations. Right, and then the second issue, that the cosmetic issue, basically, that's actually pretty easy to take care of without a big, expensive bunch of sprays that who knows what it's going to do to applicator environment, children, and pets. Get the hose out, maybe put a hose on sprayer on it,
0: and, and not it a pressure washer, there. please. No pressure washers. No,
5: no, no, no pressure washer. Yep, but just wash the trees, wash yep. the foliage off, and and wash that. Honeydew and the sooty mold just will wash it off of the tree, and that will greatly reduce the flies and the Mm -hmm. the yellow jackets and uh, other things attracted to the unpleasantness of the scale.
0: Outstanding. You know, I, by the way, Rich, you know, overdosing with nitrogen will increase your likelihood of scale as well just want to throw that little piece out about nitrogen. Rich, I must run because of the constraints of time. As always, thank you so much, and I will talk to you soon at Gardentalkblog.com. Okay. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. You too. Folks, when we come back, hour number two, stand by. We're going to talk to Nancy in Yellow Springs about her black cherry trees. Along with that as well, we're going to talk to you. Maybe you've got a question about your tomatoes. Maybe you've got questions about your peppers. Maybe you've got questions about your lawn. Plus, Randy Tisha from Greville of Farms joins us. And at the half hour mark, nowhere else do you get this kind of information and expert advice than W-H-I-O Radio.